0: Hi, this is Laura, but Carrie at the Hidden Edge.
1: And hi, this is Nigel Davey of SME Needs, and this is the latest of our 10-minute business podcasts. And today, we're talking to Debbie Cohen from Streetwise HR about the accountability dichotomy, that the, the need to delegate responsibilities without then creating a blame and shame culture. So, hi, Debbie.
0: Hello. Hi, and I guess... Um, We can't really explore accountability without considering the issues of authority, responsibility, accountability and authority are intrinsically linked, aren't they? Debbie, tell us about what it is that you do and how you can help us with uh, this wicked issue.
2: Thank you. So firstly, thank you to Laura and Nigel for asking me to join the call this morning. Um, so um, I run a business called Streetwise HR and we work with predominantly entrepreneurial businesses to help them look at, um, you know, their people and how they then grow their businesses and align their people along the way. And um, one of the things that we see often with businesses is that, you know, they, they, they kind of look at... Um, you know, the roles that the people are doing within their organisations, but don't always look at the accountability for those people within their organisations, or the people in their organisations don't don't even think about accountability. So we do a lot of work under our financial district around how we can support businesses looking at the accountability issue. So um, yes, hopefully we can add some some good insights for you today.
0: Okay, so what do we need to do then to build a positive culture of accountability in, in our businesses? It's a
2: hard question. Sorry. Um, that's okay. I think, I think you know, removing the, the culture piece for a moment, I think, you know, as soon as you use the word accountability, sadly, a lot of people will switch off. Um, I think that's necessarily due to the fact that people don't, um, or are educated about what accountability means. Um, so I think it can be quite difficult within an organization for people to look at whether they're accountable. Um, so it's about understanding what accountability means in, 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 in a business or an organization. For us, you know, the, the traditional tools of HR are all around, what does a job description look like? Um, what is a person meant to be doing within their role? Um, What are their roles and responsibilities, which should link to what they're accountable for? But I think the reality is, in practice, that that doesn't happen. Um, So you can't even start to really look at how you form the culture until you really get to the bottom of how you look at accountability for your people within your business.
1: But how do you get staff to commit to these responsibilities?
2: So I think, again, you know, you've really got to work with the leaders of the organisation to begin with, because if you haven't got their buy-in, in terms of even um, where their accountability is, you, you can't even get there. Um, so you have to start working originally, uh, fundamentally, with the, with the, whether it's the owner, whether it's the chief exec, whether it's the senior leaders of the business, to get them to identify why accountability is so important in the first instance. Um, once you've done that, you need to get them to um, define what their accountability, and as I would call it, what is their accountability promise? So as an organisation, what are they going to commit to in terms of their role and their responsibility? And again, it's easy to say this is my job description and this is what I, what I will deliver. But in practice, it's just a piece of paper and how do you live and breathe it within an organisation? So for me, it's about you know the the owners and the leaders of that business committing to what they will be accountable for, and we don't have to have realms and realms and realms of paper. It can be a sentence. It can be a statement. It can be something that they can hang the hat on and say, "I will do this and I will commit to you that I will be accountable for this area of the business." And you can you can summarise that and you can put some bullet points around what that accountability looks like but you you've got to get their buy-in and and actually that can be the hardest bit about getting Mm -hmm. the leaders of business to actually commit
0: the underpinning
2: um
0: aspect of of what you're talking about is is trust in that if you don't believe if if your staff don't believe that the management are going to to do something that's that whole integrity aspect of uh, belief in the leadership is is that is that where we're building
2: I think absolutely I, I mean you know I think hand in hand accountability and trust you know is is paramount um, it's a bit like, you know, when when lots of HR people go into organizations and they say we need these processes and we need these structure and you put in you know, all these tools and all these systems and that's all great. But, you know, for an example, you put an appraisal process in and you set it all up and you have an appraisal meeting, and then it goes in the drawer for 12 months, and nothing's ever done with it. It's it's the same thing, isn't it? You know, leaders and business owners and people that are at the top have got to be accountable for what they are doing, what they're delivering to ensure that their people beneath them want to go on their journey with them. And, and, you know, they aren't going to be accountable, and they're not going to believe in that business and their purpose and their values, unless people at the top live and breathe um and and they can trust what they say Um, and as i said that is one of the hardest things to get leaders to understand Um, it's easy to say well it's the people that work for me it's not me
1: so if if someone has taken accountability for it but then they've not delivered Mm -hmm. what what are the i suppose the best ways in your recommendations to take things forward from there
2: well, I think once you've got an accountability promise or or a charter that your people have signed up to um, that really lays out what their accountability is and what their commitment to that business is, it's a lot easier then to frame a conversation about why you haven't delivered that accountability, because it's in black and white. Um, and as I said, it doesn't have to be overly complicated. But if somebody or an employee is really clear about what they're accountable for and what they should be delivering... And then they they don't do that. Then it's it's it, it, there is a definite framework to be able to sit back down with them and talk back through. In the first instance, you know this was your accountability. You haven't delivered on this. Let's let's talk about why you haven't done that. And we would always advise in the first instance a, a discussion around that is obviously the best way forward. Um, if somebody doesn't continue on that path, and and there is that becomes what we would class as a performance management problem because they aren't delivering in their role then you know nine times out of the ten we would have to fall into some kind of process but you would hope that if people are accountable and empowered that you wouldn't need to get there and for me it's about changing a culture going back to the culture piece of taking away the reactive HR and putting in a proactive HR environment so that you come away from those difficult conversations. So you provide an environment where people are accountable and empowered and absolutely live and breathe that organisation because they put in as much as they get out um, and their leaders and their people within this business value them, respect them, communicate with them, and, you know, value them, then everybody's winning.
1: Mm, mm. So the only other sort of question that sort of popped up in... Into my head, around is almost that opposite bit where, if we are giving accountability to people, they're accepting that accountability. It's all very well having effectively that blame piece. How do we handle the blame piece? But what are what are your, I suppose, tips, best ideas on that on the reward side of things? So if they if they are taking accountability, they are going. They're delivering their job but they perhaps they're going above and beyond mm. as well what how would you then take that forward in terms of rewarding them for it is because it's not particularly if they go above and beyond it's not just oh well we've paid you for your job
2: again really really difficult and so broad that um i could spend
0: hours <laughs> it's another
2: question. podcast um, i think again going back to culture and building the right type of environment and this might be quite controversial but my my feeling on it is if if your people in your organization are, are accountable and empowered and understand where they fit in the business and where their career can go in the business and how they fit to the purpose of the business then it's not seen in, in their eyes necessarily that they're going above and beyond because it's part of the culture. That, that is what they do. There is mm. nobody saying, or oh, well, we went above and beyond and we want rewarding for that. There, there is a natural culture of reward throughout everything that's done within that business. So I, I don't think any of it can be, be thought of as separate things. You've, you've got to build it all um, together and look at, you know, reward is a massive topic, um, but outside of money, you know, some rewards where people are being accountable and being empowered and delivering what they need to deliver, sometimes they just want to be told thank you. Sometimes they just want a one-to-one where they can talk about how do they progress in that organisation, where do they fit. But if you are rewarding people in the right way throughout your organisation, you, you come away from that culture of everybody thinking it's me, me, me. It becomes about us and it becomes about a team and actually, people don't view the fact that they're going above and beyond. It, 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 you remove all of that. And actually, everybody is already rewarded. And that's where we need to get to. You know, for me, you know, HR is such a huge topic in itself. But as an HR professional, we need to come away from people viewing HR in, as I said, that reactive role. Um, really? We've got to be proactive and help organisations steer themselves to deal with their people in a positive way rather than the old hr which was all about negative reinforcements and you know um looking at looking at disciplinaries and grievances and capability and absence it's about it is about accountability and empowerment moving forward and yeah. i and i think that's really exciting mm, yeah definitely but then i'm a nerd so you know <laughs>
0: okay that's brilliant thank you so much for your insights debbie it would be great if our listeners could make contact with you if uh needs be how would they do that
2: so you can visit our website um or drop me an email which is debbie at streetwisehr.co.uk okay
1: so um so we're coming to the end of uh what's that this is our third one isn't it laura it is um so um looking forward to the next one so just to sign off so that's me nigel Davy, from sme needs
0: and me laura mccary at the hidden edge do make contact with any of us for business advice whenever you think you might need it